stay conservative, run the ball here on third down. Here's Richardson, he takes it in for his first NFL touchdown. And Pittman takes it inside the 20, the 10, towards the end zone, touchdown! On second and 28, the Colts capitalize Richardson to Pittman, 39 yards. Let's go! Hey, we're going to hear Minshew with his 12th <laughs> touchdown by the third quarter tomorrow. 12th. That means he's going to get like 10 tomorrow. <laughs> I think I think quite a game. I think for the first time in a long time, we have to be positive tonight. We won. We won a game. Zach, we won a game. Zach, I'm looking right at you, bro. (laughs) Listen, all week we kind of went back and forth. And even though I do believe Lamar Jackson's gonna torch us tomorrow, I still think we come out with a win because even though he torched us the last time, it took him till the fourth quarter to beat us. So and just like DeMarco said, that was against uh, fourth and fifth, you know, practice squad guys in our <laughs> secondary. And we've got fourth and fifth starters. You know, they're That's not practice point. squad guys. They were going to be on the roster either way. But, hey, they're there. And you know what? Buckner. That's all I'm going to say. Buckner. Love it. And yeah. Quiddy. And what's, the, what's Samson? Ibukam. 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 That guy's underrated. We are letting that guy slip right past our radar right now. So, yeah. and Dio's look he, good too. Yes. Yeah, man. I think Ibakam and Quiddy both have a sack in each game. I'm for it. And I, I'll tell you what, not to not to bring back old stuff. I don't know if y'all remember, but we quit running the ball in the second half of that game where we should have won in Baltimore like two years ago too. We completely just started throwing the ball. And that's facts. I I I think that this. And I guess that's going to be like my biggest question too this upcoming week. I know I kind of asked DeMarco, but I mean, what do you think the offense is going to look like this week? That's going to be a, a, re- a real cool thing to see, kind of how it pans out. I mean, it's really early in the season, so not what ideal. I expect, what I, I look expect, at, uh, what look I'm, at Frank as a head coach. What I'm going to look for, <laughs> what, I, what I expect tomorrow is going to be what Baltimore doesn't expect tomorrow. Because what you see from Minshew is typically that can dunk he's gonna cut you apart because he's accurate and he gets the ball out quick he's smart so he's, he usually just deeks and dunks i think shane's gonna let him air it out tomorrow do you think ellinger comes in for any rpo stuff no i sure hope not minshew's got minshew's got wheels too he does let's, not, let's, not, let's not be cute <laughs> let's just i'm tired of um, seeing cute shit in football i'm telling you yeah right. every time every time i see some shit where it's like some some coach or somebody's calling some play, and it's like third and one, fourth and one. All you need is a little push to get a yard, and you see them running some some fly reverse or, or yeah. some some option play or something. Like, dude, what are we doing? Just run the ball. Just run it. Just get under center. Of Stop doing it from the shotgun. Get just under center it. and just <laughs> hand that ball off. Tired of the cute fullback dive. Bring back the fullback dive. That guy's a yard and a half behind the quarterback. You watch the 49ers, they go get it. You watch the Eagles, they they go get it. Like, go straight at somebody. Stop being scared. Um, But yeah, to your point, Damon, about with that comeback, that was having Frank as a coach. Yep. Um, As Matt did point out, he didn't like the way that Shane came out and and called a little bit of that second half. 
uh, I did end up watching the game and, and seeing some of that. We came back right out in that third quarter um, and went three straight pass plays and had incompletions and punches. So um, that's something that I'm hoping that Shane is just, you know, still obviously a rookie coach. That's something that would be a part of his learning curve um, that we'll see slowly start to get out because as we came down to that uh, that fourth quarter, it didn't look like that Frank Wright offense. We were able to run, I want to say it was about eight minutes down to like four minutes off, uh, yeah, off of that clock. Did and be able to keep Houston from coming back in that game. And uh, I was watching those yards just to see what they put up uh, at the start or towards the end of the third quarter, start of the fourth quarter. Um, C.J. Stroud had like 182 yards. <laughs> so he literally had like a close to about 200 yards in that fourth quarter where it's literally – those are just like uh, – I had a graphic for it. Those are literally just all trash stats where you're having to throw the ball to come back. So, so um, it's yeah, like the Deshaun I mean, Watson. That's, that's, uh, that's Stroud. That's Stroud in both games, man. Like everybody's like Stroud's got you know three hundred plus yards in each game. And, yeah. I, well, no shit. <laughs> they have to come <laughs> back for one, for one. They have no run game whatsoever. None. Yeah. So the yeah. dude's throwing the ball forty plus times a game. Yeah. Of course he's gonna have over three hundred. If you throw the ball forty two times a game, and you only are averaging two hundred twenty yards. Something's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like I, CJ's doing what he has to do, and it's going to get him hurt, in my opinion. That man's going to throw yeah. his shoulder out by the time this season's over. His shoulder was already hurt to start. I, I was saying that they should have benched him to begin with, and I had an argument with some Texans fans. I was like, Davis Mills already sliced up the Colts last year, so I'm like, why wouldn't you sit there and rest out? I mean, he's already shown he can do it, but uh, they still played him anyway. He got sacked six times. I think he was hit a total of like maybe like. Yeah, so times he threw the, the ball 47 sorry, times. 47 times against us, yeah. 44 times against Baltimore. He threw 384 yards against us, averaging 8.2 yards, and then threw 242 against Baltimore, averaging 5.5. So it's like when you look at the yard, it's just like, oh, wow, yeah, these stats are absurd and this, this, and that. But look it's at like his QBR. A, lot of it, a lot of it is garbage time stats. Look at his QBR. It was 49 against us. Yeah, exactly. So so it's like when you look at a lot of that stuff, is a lot of it's garbage time stats. It was kind of just like how we had the Kirk Cousins conversation. And a lot of people were talking about, oh, look, he put up 380 or whatever and four touchdowns. The score was like 28 to 7 like in the third quarter going into the fourth. Like all, all you can do is throw the ball. And when you're playing in a passing league where everybody's backing off just because you have to throw a ball, you're gonna get yards like that. Yep. Like, I will. I will give. I will give some credit to Houston. Is they got a. They got a baller in Nico Collins, man. That dude. He was doing it all game. He was doing it all game. So I'm. I'm just gonna say. I mean, I don't know who we had covering him because I think he just shredded whoever was over him. Didn't matter who was covering him. Yeah. (laughs) Man's baller. The middle. He was open. (laughs) Yeah, I'll give that man credit. That that man's a baller. Yeah. So that's why me personally, I'm not too worried about whether Lamar will or does not uh, uh, slice up the secondary. So I'm like, if he is forced to throw the ball and he's playing from a comeback position, as long as we don't do the stupid stuff that we did, leaving Mark Andrews open big time all the time for plays, letting him hit deep throws down uh, down the field when we're literally got the game in the hand, as long as we're not missing uh, 38-yard field goals and, and just doing stuff like that where we pretty much lose the game ourselves. So if you go back if you go back to the 2021 game, right, where they he did torch us, I believe, in the second half, uh, the way we were beating them in the first half was the way our defensive line was playing. They literally, they literally all stayed in their lanes. All they did was run straight downfield. Nobody, no, there was no stunts. 
nothing crazy that could have forced more people to one side than they wanted to be, right? They all just ran straight, and they contained him, kept him in the pocket. He couldn't run, so then he was forced to throw, which was not his plan from the beginning. So I think our defensive line is good enough to continue to do that. As long as we don't get forced to one side of the field on the defensive front, I think we're going to be fine. Control your wrestling. That's all you got to do. Play together. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if y'all saw that. I think Venturi came out with it. I know I put it in the chat. But in the two games we played against him in the last four years, in the fourth quarter, Lamar has missed, like, all of three passes, thrown for over 400 yards, five touchdowns, and ran for over 100 yards in one quarter in two games against us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's been – video game stats, man. <laughs> yeah, that's That's been Rick Venturi's uh, big thing with pretty much – uh, our our uh, defense since I want to say it was Iberflus's second or third year, and that's what I've been telling you guys is what we do in the fourth quarter. These leads that we've been giving up in the uh, fourth quarter, getting outscored, giving up points, giving up yardage, it's been one of those things where we're just uh, I think it's something that we have to break break from where Frank had us is is we're not closing games. I think that's that's the difference, and it's like really something that needs to be preached and retaught because the way we were, the, the glory years that we grew up with, with Peyton Manning and, and Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney, it was, hey, we're going to get two-score lead on you, and we're going to take your damn head off with our pass rushers. And, and we just don't do that anymore, and it's pretty much we keep letting teams, you know, kind of dice apart our secondary because as we look at our secondaries, we never really had big names back there. And it was just our pass list that was going to go take you out, and we'd pick you off at the end of the game, and we'd kill it. Yeah, I think I think I think our team defensively is built very similar to what it was built like back then. The only I don't. thing we're I think the I only think thing we're, we're far better built now than we were back then. Here's why I say that: we only really had Dwight Freeney and Mathis back then, and Bob Sanders. Now I feel like we got like seven or eight guys who were. I was I wasn't comparing the two teams. Oh. Oh. He means like how we how we're get built after, the front seven. Oh. After, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're we're, yeah. we're we're good on the front seven yeah. front, right? Because you had Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis back then. You know, then you had what Cato June, um, Gary Brackett, Bob Moore's, and now you've got EJ Speed, Zaire Franklin, Shaq Leonard, uh, Gu- uh, Buckner, Grover Stewart, Quiddy Pay's having a good season. Abacon or whatever his name is is having a good season. I will not get his name right all year. Don't even try. Samson Abukam. <laughs> I'm not going to get it right. I'm just going to call him Epcom. Just, just call him Samson. Just go by. Yeah, his I'm just going to call him Samson because. But that and and again, it's it's like even back then our secondary. I I know our corners, but they were never big name corners. We didn't have. We had one big name safety before we had Antoine Bethea. So, yeah, I think our defense is built pretty similar. Yeah, that, that's fair to say. I just think we have better players at their positions. I think they're they're built very similar outside of pass rusher. Obviously, we do not. Have, yeah, no, we, we don't do have a Gary Brackett or Robert Mathis. No, or not or, or Robert Mathis or Dwight Freeney. Yeah, we don't have yeah. those. But uh, other positions are better. Our um, linebackers are definitely better than we had back then. Yeah. Our D tackles are definitely better than we had. Well, yeah, oh our, yeah. I remember we used to get cooked by everybody on the ground. Oh my god! So uh, I know, I know, I know. We're talking about our guys, but I, I do, man. I I've been thinking about this all week, and I like it. I like Mika. I'm um, Michael Parsons, man. That dude, 
Have y'all watched him this year? No. Yes, I've never watched watch Colts watch games. Bro, see, my this, that dude is a monster this year. They had him running tight end at practice this week too. Boy, that they do a little scout team. He's right. unblockable, bro. He's, he is unblockable. He is a legitimate <laughs> one-man one wrecking ball. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that they're not on our schedule. That's all I'm going to say. Cause... So, I got a question. Do you guys think this is a rivalry? Just because the Colts used Baltimore to play in Baltimore. And... I don't, no. think, it, I don't no. think it is, but I've always felt like this is like a rivalry that the NFL try to hi- tries to hype up. No, I think of, if you, I think if you look like at the, historically, historically, if the Colts have rivals, um, it's New England. It's New and England it's and been Tennessee. Well, New England and Tennessee and the Jets. Yeah, because historically, just, but I wouldn't say Baltimore. No, I just there's don't never feel, been that back. And I don't forth. feel like this is. I mean, Baltimore hates us. We know that. They said, "Well, like, that's because we left." Right. <laughs> we know that, but at, like at the same time, like. I always just get this vibe. Just I got a Ravens fan that I work with, and he's like, "We can't stand Indianapolis." I'm like, "Well, yeah, you guys used to be us, but so Indianapolis, well, but Indianapolis doesn't care about Baltimore, so right?" That's the thing. Like, I, see, the the thing is though, a lot of those rivalries came from the Peyton Manning days because right, like, Ed Reed and Peyton Manning. Obviously, yeah. uh, my my obviously, Jets my Jets name was prior to Peyton. The Jets have been since like the '60s. Yeah, and that would us because the rivalry, because because yeah, of stuff the rivalry with the Jets have been like 60, um, 70 because of the the guarantee yeah. over beating us, just like us leaving Baltimore. Those are hate rivalries. Then you get the ones that are built in rivalries, like the Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady, the Patriots, and then you get we had some good games against Baltimore in the playoffs. The Chargers, yeah, I the Chargers. Uh, there you the, go, the, the, the Pittsburgh <laughs> Steelers. Um, and then obviously I, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a rivalry, but we got our little hate for the saints cause they beat us in the Super Bowl. And every time they played us since then, they blew our doors off. So, um, that's just another one of those things where it's like, um, you'd like to see it, but I think a lot of rivalries that are part of the Colts history now are just things that they want to make up to make them better. And it's I'll be, I'll be completely honest, man. I, I don't have any like extra feelings before a game unless it's divisional. Yeah, unless See, it's divisional even, outside I don't of it. Care like before, yeah, like the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning era. Right. Yeah, when yeah. we played New England, oh, there was extra yeah. feelings about those games. But now it's like it's just divisional for me because we haven't had that much success in the last exactly. five six exactly. years. Exactly. So to me, any any rivalry that fans feel towards other teams, I think, is a little crazy. I feel like yeah. we need to build some sort of success to and be competitive. Have a, yeah, be competitive, and then maybe teams that beat us out of the playoffs, or we beat them out of the playoffs. You know, like we, I don't know. That's that's just me. I just, yeah, I, just I, <laughs> I go into a game just hoping to win. <laughs> like, yeah, I just never thought it as a rivalry, and always thought it's kind of weird how like yeah they project that oh this is an old rivalry. No, it's not. Like Manning beat the Ravens <laughs> all the time. We used to beat the them like an ugly redheaded stepchild. Yeah, so. Yeah, I just look at it the way uh, Joel Embiid has said about uh, like the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Celtics. He said it's not a rivalry. They always kick our ass. Right, and, yeah. and that's what it's been lately is Baltimore has just been beating us. So right. we got to go beat them just like we lost with them yeah. with Andrew Luck. We lost to them with uh, Carson Wentz. We, we just haven't beaten them the last few times. And that's we beat to, be, in Baltimore. to be completely honest, too, there's only one team no, that, makes me, that makes me get extra feelings, and it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's really it. No, see, 
I don't even have a division rival. The only team I cannot stand in the division is Tennessee. That's oh, the I, only. I'm not talking about can't the, stand. I just, oh. I just want to beat Jacksonville. That's the we only team just that I'm don't like, do that. Yeah, <laughs> we could lose I'll every see. division game, and as long as we beat, as long as we beat Tennessee twice, I'm happy. I don't that hate teams. Though. That's huge. I don't hate. I don't hate teams. See, I hate I don't fans. Mean, yeah, I don't, That's I, don't I I hate I hate Patriots. I hate the Patriots. I hate the fans. I hate everything about them. I can't give a damn. I got That's two fine. brothers. I got I got I, a brother. I got a brother and a cousin who are both Patriots fans and tell them all the time I fucking hate your team. I don't care about what the happens. Moment, to them. The moment the moment Tom Brady them. left New England, the hate for them just kind of left with them. No, nope. That's why no, I hated not, Brady. It, it went into the, the TV Patriots. 12 diet. Yeah, I just didn't like Brady, bro. Not, like, not for me. I hated them both. Um uh, yeah, the crazy that, thing is, is that New England it. rivalry even goes before the Tom Brady Peyton Manning era because yeah. they were they were our biggest rival in the when we were in the East. Yep, yeah. they were they were our like biggest divisional rival when we were over there. Speaking or of central, that, were we we were central? We were NFC East, AFC East. East. I thought East. we were central at one point. No, because the central was Baltimore. No, it was uh, Tennessee, Cincinnati. Houston Oilers. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Pittsburgh. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. That's and it right. was the Because we we've never been in a division that makes sense for us. Right. We were the <laughs> NFC East. It was Indianapolis, Buffalo, New England. New England, New York, Miami, and then, like, the West. And it was, like, Seattle, uh, Denver, um, L.A., the Raiders, and yeah. Kansas City. And then it yeah. got all weird when they're all like, let's put Indianapolis in the AFC South, even though they should be playing in the NFC or in the AFC North. Yeah, the only team that I like, I, I could care less about Jacksonville or Houston right now. I don't really hate any of the three, but the team that I want to be most is Tennessee. They got like five yeah. or six straight on our head. There's yeah. no reason. That, that we should be down five or six to them. Yeah, and I don't. I'm going to say this right now. I don't. So want, I, I want to beat them back. I don't want Tennessee Titan fans to be like, "Oh my God, we beat the Chargers. Oh, we're so good now." Because all I'm going to do is I'm going to make this sound at them. Because <laughs> the, the Chargers aren't good this year. I'm sorry. Like they're good. Listen, they're, they're good. They're Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Chargers are the only team. In the Super Bowl era to score over 50 points, to have no turnovers, and be 0-2. They've done it before, too. That's what's crazy. They've done it before. They one time had the best defense in the NFL, (laughs) the best offense in the NFL. And special teams. And still didn't go to the playoffs. By the way, that is my my dope moment. (laughs) (laughs) Dope! Yeah. How how do you how do you not like have a win with all those points and none of those turnovers? It, it makes no sense to me. Brandy yeah, Taylor. that's that's exactly why I was uh telling you about that game with the with the Titans because they just anytime you think they should win a game they lose it. Anytime the you think that they should lose a game they win it. No, the Titans. And then I had also had that uh that argument earlier that I had asked you guys when I was like, who do you guys think is the better coach between um Big Mike in Dallas 
or Brandon Staley. And I was like, there's just no way I'm choosing Staley over Mike McCarthy. And people yeah, can call Mike McCarthy what he wants. But I was just like, Brandon Staley is literally terrible. This is a, a, a former quarterback who got moved to defensive coordinator because he can see the defense from the quarterback's perspective, had a couple good years with Sean McVay, and then got got put into being a head coach because the young guru effect. You know how everybody in the NFL likes to copy what somebody else is doing? And he just didn't deserve the job, and all he does is show that each and every week. And he's being carried by big names who get paid a lot of money and a quarterback named Justin Herbert. I, I think he's terrible. Terrible. I just uh, yeah that <laughs> that's why I'm saying I, that the Titans fans yeah. chill out y'all literally went toe to toe with a team who beats themselves yeah that's my so, tough part about telling them to chill because we 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 haven't beat we've beat them it's, it's it's so stupid to me like it's just like I like to talk trash to them all the time just because it's funny but it's like when you sit there and look at it, it's like we can't beat you guys, and we have a lot more talent. Like, there's no reason. Like, they, it's just, it's just crazy. No, no, no. So we, we couldn't. Frank, Frank Reich couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know where the blame should no, we, go. I'm just saying, we, when you take the two logos, we barely says, beat them. Frank barely see. beat them when they had Marcus Mariota. Oh, exactly, exactly. I so, mean, we did, but that was because we had Andrew Luck. But another, and I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure the second time we played them that year, Marcus didn't even play. No, it, no, it, it was a Matt Hasselback or old man Terry Collins. Hettenberger or Mettenberger. It was, it was a Zach Mettenberger out of LSU. Yeah, yeah. And that was for us to get into the playoffs. Yep. And then yeah. we beat them. And we uh, barely and won we that split, game. And then and we split with them when we had Jacoby Brissett. <clears throat> and then we've been swept since. Uh, Philip Rivers beat uh, no, him. No, no, uh, Philip Rivers split with them as well. Because remember, uh-huh. uh, that's whenever JT, uh, I forgot who it was, but hit Amani Hooker so hard his helmet flew off and he had a concussion. Oh, J- JT <laughs> ran him over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and he yeah, couldn't, yeah. And he couldn't. And there's no fans in the stands, so all you heard was a sideline go crazy. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so that was our last win over him was that, that JT run uh, with Uncle Phil in 2020. Yeah, so what you're saying is all and we so, need to do is beat the Titans and we can make the playoffs. Uh, well, now we it seems like the trend. Out, no, so so I was gonna say we it, it would be, but the Jags beat us at home, so we got to beat Tennessee. We got to sweep Tennessee and beat the Jags now. I think we can though. I think <laughs> we can beat. I can. I think we can do both. See, I I have always thought that same thing too, but they just keep beating us, bro. I I'm so I'm so over losing to them. It just it just makes no sense to me, bro. There's no reason. Like they just been they have been tougher than us. I, I, it hurts me to say that they have just been tougher than us, and they beat us every time. Outside of some dumb calls by Frank, and I could I will easily push the blame onto him, but at the end of the day, he's not here anymore, and we need to beat him. Anybody want to talk about how Will Mallory caught that first catch last week? I love Will Mallory, bro. That dude had me rolling. <laughs> he caught like that, right? I called it the I called it the white man catch because he turned around, looked surprised that the ball was even coming to him, and that he was open at the same time. And he was like, "Oh, let me stop and make sure I catch this." It was like trying to catch a bread basket. He was like, 
Hey, then I think he was drive, shocked at how wide open he was. <laughs> yeah. That next drive, he had a heck of a con- contested catch, like in between defenders. Yeah. Oh, that was a dot by. <laughs> that was on third down too. Yeah, Mitch, you let that thing go. <laughs> see, be, uh, see, that should be on next gen sets because that was very similar to that one that Trevor Lawrence threw to Ridley, where he caught it, and our defenders was like that. that. When it comes to Baltimore and how the Colts go about it, that's where I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nick Watson. Your brother's a diehard Titans fan. What's that like? That's like eating lead paint as a child. You ever want to eat lead paint? You're a child. You're a Titans fan. That's what happens when you eat lead paint. Absolutely. (laughs) You get dropped on on your head eating – or dropped on your head as a child, you become a Titans fan. Just start wrapping your ice cream cones in lead paint and cheering <laughs> for the Titans. Hey, he's probably also <laughs> an Alabama Crimson Tide fan, but that's a different then, then that's a whole whole different thing right there. Uh, but uh um, what up, Brian? We just got your uh, your, hey, your you, dumb coach. You forgot the G like your team forgets the W. <laughs> Chargers, uh, Chargers, go Chargers! <laughs> oh, he said Ohio State. His brother's Ohio State. Oh, gross, um, even worse. He's right. Yeah, I saw. I saw you guys talking about uh, uh, Juju earlier uh, in the comments. Ashley um, brought it up. She said she thinks he plays. Yeah, Juju's been a healthy scratch the last uh, two games. He's so got personal it's, stuff it's going not, on. From what I'm not, trying, it, it hasn't been health. So. Um, but so why I mean, still come to the, get game? the guy playing? Why are we still at the game then if we have personal stuff going on? Like, what's the truthful difference? Because he was listed during training camp as personal issues. He doesn't want to get fined. No, so Shane held him out of the game. Um, don't know what what was the reasoning or whatever. Maybe he just thought, didn't think he was mentally ready or something. Um, Gus Bradley also said that he just needs reps. It's about reps for him. He hasn't got many of them. He hasn't played since, uh, what was that, January, since the college football playoffs, really. And then he was out all camp with the wrist surgery. And so he just hasn't gotten very many reps. Um, so he's been a healthy scratch. So is, uh, so has uh, Adetami Adabari. He's been a healthy scratch as well. I've noticed um, that. So, so I mean, this is one of those things that we, we know Gus think- does. Gus does this a lot. He did the same thing with Isaiah Rogers last year when we all wanted to see Isaiah Rogers play, and he didn't play him. So And Cross. Is- we get Granson yeah. back, right? Not Granson. Uh, Ogletree. Um, yeah. Ogletree. Ogletree. He's, Ogletree uh, back he, for tomorrow. Yeah, He, he was under concussion not- protocol, but then he cleared it Saturday, but we still had him as a scratch, healthy scratch. Yeah, so Sunday. basically it uh, seems like the theme will be if you got a concussion, you're likely missing two games. or, or, or Missing not the, next, the game. next game. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. missing the next game. So they're being cautious. They're being cautious with guys. So that's fair. Um, But the healthy scratch thing is is a question to all of us as well. But we definitely like to see our second round picks start getting some playing time because uh, I know these guys were. uh, (laughs) I know these guys were uh, going in about the secondary, and I wasn't really on that board um, as well with them. But. uh, Are you flirting with me, Brian? Secondary help. Hey, you gonna take him to dinner, Brian? He likes filet mignon. He likes hey, I shaved, I shaved it, so, I shaved it halfway. I shaved it halfway through paternity leave, and has been about it. And I'll shave again on like Wednesday before I go back on Thursday. He likes flaming yeah, on and cellulose. 
Unfortunately, uh, Ashley, I do like we, Celsius. We They're cannot, uh, we cannot sit Mo. Shane likes Mo, so we're. we're I like stuck. him if he's used right. I mean, if you can't fucking catch, I don't want you on a goddamn field. Facts. No, I agree. I mean, I like, agree. so it's I like agree. he he loves him for his blocking, and I'm like, okay, cool. We got a blocking tight end. Like, even Jack Doyle would block and fucking have, catch for us. We have like so eight linemen on the roster. Put one in there. That's right. what I'm saying. So it's like I, I want you to be able to do both. And and Mo just he just seems way too limited. Um, like at least the way we're using him, I guess. I, I don't know. Mo needs to start in his center, in my opinion, with Kelly out. Because I mean, Wesley, what is it? Wesley Fries, or I don't French. Even know. His no, French. 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 We got French fries back. He ain't it. Like, he, yeah. And Will Fries next to him. Zach, I think you need to, I think he you need to, it, uh, I think you need to make a Twitter and you need to come talk to some of these people that think, uh, uh, Will Fries has been playing very well. So. Dude, he's getting carried because he plays next to a former All Pro and somebody who's like, Listen, to Not be a fair, total bum. To be fair, almost our whole offensive line could be all pro outside of right guard. I Absolutely. mean, Ryman, Ryman, Ryman is playing like a damn all pro this year. Side of offensive line, it's locked. Week, that left that side, whole yeah. left side is locked. Braden, Braden's not doing bad either. But the the Penalties. plays that Braden, the Braden that look the the, the plays that Braden looks bad is when he looks like he's trying to cover down for fries. Like, because fries is trash. I've been yeah. saying it all year. But the weakest sitting, link on that offensive line is Will Fries. But it's and still better than all, last year. Right. And they got an all-pro Dalton Reisner out there just chilling in a hot tub drinking. Uh, no, he signed with Minnesota. Did he sign with Minnesota? Damn. Yeah. I'm going to say he's drinking mimosas. Just give him a call. Be like, hey, you like Indianapolis? It's cold. It's corn. He, he, he You'll was love trying. it here. Bro, he was uh, trying. Well, since you brought up Minnesota, they're my other – moment <laughs> that team leads the league in turnovers i don't know what they're doing over there i really uh, turning don't. the ball over no i mean like as far as like building their franchise so they won from what i'm games, tracking is uh, they don't want kirk no no i mean who who does want kirk i mean uh, no, nobody really wants kirk san francisco like, i don't even know if they want kirk they got brock Purdy. why so they I got just, rock bro yeah he's, so he's lighting shit up he's my, so my thing is, on fantasy you read so, that where they were gonna trade like two second round picks for kirk cousins possibly until uh, brock until brock Purdy started playing when brack well after brock, when brock yeah. Purdy got hurt they were thinking about this offseason oh. trading picks for for kirk cousins because yeah, um shanahan loves him but that's all but that's because minnesota hates kirk that's all because <laughs> 49ers have had trouble with quarterback that's why that's the I only reason they got why. their guy. They got their yeah, new Tom so Brady. They got their fit. Um, but yeah, whoa, so whoa, whoa, Minnesota, whoa, whoa. Minnesota. I'm just talking about Minnesota. late late round draft pick, stellar franchise guy. That's all I mean. I don't mean greatest quarterback of all time. Minnesota pretty much signed Kirk Cousins, and then midway through the season, him and Stephon Diggs were having issues. So they get rid of Stephon Diggs the next year, and then they draft a new guy. They draft Justin Jefferson. Then after that, they get Justin Jefferson. They bring in all these guys. They win uh, eight games by one score or less. Then they let Zadarius Smith walk. They let Dalvin they Cook walk. walk. Their defense Their defense was one of the worst in the league. They let this guy walk, another guy walk, and then they're still talking about uh, trading Kirk Cousins. Their secondary is awful. Then they keep bringing in guys who are even worse. They let Patrick Peterson walk. The, the and, funny thing is – Kirk Cousins is the only one who's playing well. That's what I'm saying. Over That's why I'm like, I don't know. I don't he's, know he's what the they're doing one. over there. 
And then they had our guy, uh, Chris Reed, and their offensive line is not playing well anymore. So it's like, I don't know what Minnesota is doing. It's almost like they're they're like they built their team to get to a medium level just to tear it back down. Like it, it makes no sense. Um, I will say that I think they were actually smart by not paying Dalvin Cook because he's been booty cheeks. For yeah, the Jets. we we know we know all about you and like running backs and not booty cheeks for the Jets. But like, I mean, I their like, offensive line is garbage. Right. I know. I feel <laughs> so like dude, Minnesota could do themselves a favor if they just threw the ball to Justin Jefferson and put it in his hand as much bro, as possible. Bro, if you look at Kirk Cousins right now, he's he's seventy two completion percentage. 708 yards, six touchdowns, one interception. That's incredible. Bro, he's he's looking good. 64 for 88. Right. And then you got every every freaking skill position guy, including Justin Jefferson, is turning the ball over. Fumbles. They've got seven I, turnovers in two weeks. I see Kirk Cousins' stats as a mask. It really, is a mask. But I mean, he's, you don't it's a mask. That's a hard sell. That's That's a hard sell to me. I feel like he's Alex Smith, just a poor man's Alex Smith, man. You don't turn the ball over, and he puts yep. you in, you know, like a good spot okay. to win. Yep. Like, that's what he is. That's valuable no, Max in this league. is not on the Chargers anymore. But, like, he's not going to be a franchise. He's not a franchise guy. Yeah, he's on the practice squad with the Chargers. Yeah, I, I already got cut off the practice squad. He got released off the practice squad. Oh. From what Stetson. I was tracking. Stetson. Somebody so does so 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 Stinson, so Stinson Bennett. And they released well, he, his due to alcohol, too, with him. I think they yeah, said. He has to go to rehab, dog. It's bad. Yep. Um, but, yeah, like, Kirk Cousins is, you know, in my opinion, he's like what Mark Brunell used to be with the Redskins. Just a, a quality game manager who's not going to turn the ball over. So, like, there's value in that. But, like, I also feel like you're right. Minnesota's so porous on defense that it don't matter what Kirk does because, as DeMarco said, they literally let everybody walk. <laughs> And then just like their GM so, said, right when he started the job, he said, hey, so here's, we don't here's, have a uh, Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen. We here's it is, here it is right here, right? <laughs> here, it is, here it is right here. Here's the mask that, that he's talking about, right? So he's got all those passing yards, right? And mm-hmm. all the 72 completion percentage. Out of the seven turnovers that they have, Kirk Cousins accounts for four. Total. <laughs> or how many picks? Or how many fumbles? One, one interception, three fumbles. <laughs> And then Justin Jefferson has one fumble, and bro. Alexander Mattinson has the other. That's that Matt Ryan effect, bro. Facts. So there it is. I had to look exactly, a little deeper. I had to look a little deeper. That's exactly what I told you guys. It. It's Kirk like that that offensive line is terrible, which he's, is why I don't understand for Minnesota. It's like, why did you guys build up this team? Just to try and tear back down, and Minnesota's also been looking for every quarterback they can try. And well, they got a new GM, and when he came in, they just signed uh, the previous GM just signed Kirk to an extension. So in a way, his yeah. hand has been tied. So like I, this I, is his this is his second year, and this was his first real offseason to do what he wanted. And to me, you can definitely say he's trying to build for the long haul. He's not paying players. But my thing is, Kirk is on a then, Kirk is on a one year deal though. So right. why not make sure you build an offensive line for the guy that's coming in next that you want? True. That offensive line, you're going to put another quarterback b- back there. Who did they draft in the draft this year? Kellen Mond. Or, or no, not Kellen Mond. Uh, Quarterback-wise? already there. No, I thought they I took a – I thought they took a Jordan defensive – Yeah, receiver. They took Addison. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. They got receivers. They, they should have kept their offensive right. line or tried to build up on it. And then you let Kirk walk or you trade him, whatever you got to do to get your guy. But, like, I don't understand. Like, unless unless this guy is just 
building out the ultimate tank job to sell Kirk Cousins to somebody else and then still get a top five pick and then go from there, then maybe, but I just, I don't get it. I don't personally think anyone would trade for Kirk Cousins in this offseason. Oh, I, well, he, they won't. They, they have to. They have to do it this season. They have to do it before yeah. uh, trade deadline because he. This is last year on the deal. Yeah, I feel. I thought the Jets might pull the trigger for Kurt because. Nah, I well, think they got to stop trying to kill Wilson. They got to stop trying to kill Zach Wilson, man. They got to oh, fix Wilson. that offensive line. Wilson is is trash, almost looked, as bad on, as Justin hold on, Fields. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He looked bad against Dallas, which Dallas is making everybody. They're gonna make bad. every. They're gonna make people look bad all year. That defense is damn good, dude. And I ain't he didn't sleeping look, on that defense he at all. Sacked nine times, and, even without yeah. Diggs. Even without he didn't Diggs, look, I think he didn't that look terrible. Doesn't miss a beat. Point he didn't look terrible against. Um, he didn't look terrible against Buffalo either. So. I think they just need to build around that Bro. guy, fix that off. Micah, line, Micah Parsons is not blockable. Their whole D-line blocking ain't blockable. You've got you 1.2 seconds to throw the ball. You expect Zach Wilson to be successful under that pressure? Hell no. Aaron Rodgers would have gotten killed in that game. I mean, he did, but, yeah, you're right. Dan yeah, Quinn. Right. It wasn't Dan that game Quinn he got hurt. Thing. Dan Quinn has that thing worked. <laughs> yeah, that defense is – boy. Tell him. Hey, this, this is the third Jerry year in Jones, a row. He's, yeah, he refuses to leave. If, he if loves Dak it, he Prescott loves does not fuck it up, that team could potentially. Don't say it. I'm not saying it out loud. I'm not saying it out loud. say it. We'll wait till they play Philly. That's all I'm going to say. A Philly we'll looks like I, shit. I, I, yeah, I was about yeah. to say. I think I think Cowboys going to run Philly. Philly think, looks like the most. I think Cincinnati gets their the first right win now. this week. I don't. Who, Cincinnati? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they got. No. No, they don't play. They play. Joe Burrow, um, Joe Burrow might not play. They play the Rams. They play the Rams. I thought they played the Eagles. That's um, Tampa. Actually, Mister Super Hype uh, for the Rams. If any of you guys got him in fantasy, Pua Nakula, uh, he's out yeah. for Monday. Ooh, damn! That, sucks. that dude leads that, the damn man. league in receptions as a rookie. Uh, he, he has the the most in NFL history as a up in two weeks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My goodness. Man, the NFL so, uh, year is pretty fun this year, man. I, I want to talk oh, yeah. about something, though. I want to talk about our secondary. No. I'm saying he's questionable, dog. I'm Don't just say kidding. He's out. <laughs> because I was getting beat up the week before. You're being that too was me. harsh. You're being too harsh. That was me. Bro, it, it wasn't even it, – it was both Flowers and Baker. But see, I mean, Kenny Moore's, having, Kenny Moore's having to be a one-man wrecking ball for a whole secondary. That's Black, facts. Blackman has not looked that good either, to be fair. Cross is doing good. I want to say I do at, I do like what Cross okay, is doing. Defense, okay, in defense of the secondary, real quick, I'm going to let you go back and finish. Can you name me one secondary that we've had in like the last 10 years was it hasn't been one secondary player that had to be a wrecking ball? Yeah, uh, the one when we had Vontae Davis and Darius Butler. Okay. That's do you think when, do you when think was that? that was that was 2014? 2014. Right. So that's almost 10, year, almost 10 years. <laughs> okay. So, so but, uh, Rhodes, go ahead, finish Rhodes first season with Rockison, Kenny Moore. You don't think and we had Pierre Desir. Blackman was healthy. Pierre Desir ah. as well. Uh, Malik Hooker. <laughs> like, bro. Oh. I, Malik so, Hooker played like three games that's for us. 20, what, was, what was the year we lost to um the year we lost to LA, uh, Jacoby Brissett's year. I thought our secondary was solid that year. They weren't. They weren't getting us in trouble. We just couldn't. Our score secondary. Our secondary was good. The Philip Rivers year. That was the year with Xavier Rhodes and and oh, Rockison. And, and, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go on like a super long tangent here either, Demarco. Because I mean, I well, I got two games to, two two three games to like kind of go off of here, right? 
but mm-hmm. I, I just don't get the lack of addressing this man. We're, we're, we're legitimately depending upon undrafted free agents to guard. <laughs> you want to know twos. why? You want to know why? This this is why. This is my this is my theory. This is my theory because everyone, like we've said all off season, this is a developmental year. So now okay. you've got these guys that hey, I don't I don't think anyone in the building expects to go far. If we do, I think they're going to be ecstatic as much as we are. But I think they see our secondary as developing greatly behind a front seven that's dominating. It's working, in my opinion. Like Most of the yards that have been against us have been in the second half. DeMarco, what's your thoughts? So, so my thing with the secondary is like even when we had Rocky Sin, Pretty much everybody was calling for the guy's job because anytime he had played good coverage, we were getting holding calls every single time. Um, and then he would play solid coverage, but then on the back end, we were always shaky. And so I don't want to go too far back with old teams, but I, I was just pointing out that we've always had like one solid guy that would pretty much be carrying the secondary and then our front seven was supposed to do the rest. Um, now, as for the secondary, I, the only reason I'm not too hard on them is because it's not like we're going into the same thing that we had to do with Baltimore. That Baltimore game, we literally got all of our starters hurt. So these are our starters that are supposed to play. And um, and even though they're undrafted, we still drafted a couple guys. We still have Jalen Jones in there. We still have Juju Brins that hasn't played. So these are just guys that beat out these guys that we have already. So this is just another one of those things where I think that Chris Ballard has to identify and, and kind of fix either the way he's looking at defensive backs or looking at the, the guy he has scouting defensive backs to try and find a guy that can that or find some guys that can lock us up and secure us at those positions. But ultimately, just like Matt said, this is a building year. So the reason I'm not upset about what I'm seeing from these guys is, like I told you guys, we held C.J. Stroud down up until that fourth quarter, and then you're pretty much just pushing back and saying, hey, we're not letting them score. And then we gave up 10 points for the I rest agree of that with game. I agree then, with you. It's a building gear, um, though. I do. And then, uh, so what was it? Week one, uh, week one was against Jacksonville, and like I told you guys, Trevor Lawrence completed passes that were literally top ten in next gen stats as uncompletable passes. So it's like I'm, I can't like I've played defensive back. I know how hard it is when you can play your best defense. If the quarterback makes the perfect pass and the receiver makes the catch. There's no defense for the perfect offense. So I, I can't be mad at guys playing tight coverage and getting the ball caught on. And so I just want to see these guys, can they go week in and week out and improve each week on how they're playing defense and who we're going up against? Because like Matt has said, he expects us to get torched by Lamar Jackson. If I see a, if I see us give up 400 yards to Lamar Jackson and this receiving core, I'm not going to be too happy about it because Listen, at some point you have to start playing better and you can't just give up 300, 400 yards games. So I'm I'm going to look I'm going to look at it like this, right? This is I'm I'm just going to look at passing. I'm looking at the stats right now on our whole defense. Um, we only let up 50 or 79 completions, or no, mm. 54 completions, 54 completions, 79 attempts, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we have lit up 574 yards. So to me, that's an average of what, 230, 237? That's not bad. Four touchdowns and one interception. So we're averaging two two touchdowns a game passing. That's We're not getting killed, man. 
Yeah, so and, that, and, that intercept, and that interception came from an undrafted free agent. That didn't I'm look not. Good. We are, we are plus one. We are plus one <laughs> in the points. We are plus one in the points. I will say. I mean, and I mean, you look at two of the touchdowns. Two of the touchdowns came from, like I said, I, I'm going to keep repeating this until either people say Jacksonville isn't that good, or until they give Indianapolis secondary some credit. They, Trevor Lawrence, everybody's calling him a top ten, top five quarterback, whatever you want to rate him at. That's what people are calling him, saying that Jacksonville has probably one of the best receiving cores in the league. We gave up about 200 yards and two touchdowns. We got to pick. We give up, obviously, we give up the 380-something yards that we did to C.J. Stroud in the two touchdowns, which were literally, again, garbage time Garbage stats. time, yeah. Garbage time stats. So, um, I would, I mean, our pass rush got, I think, uh, it was three sacks in that fourth quarter. We ended with a total of six. And so, obviously, you want to see, Gus Bradley said it, we want to see tighter coverage on some of those plays where it's still in garbage time. That way we get some of those incompletions and we want to see more blanketed. But a lot of it from what we have seen, we've had a, a, a scatter patch secondary because a lot of guys have been injured, been out of the lineup, and been out of everything. That's why these over these first two weeks we've seen a shit ton of miscommunications which two have ended up in wide open touchdowns, the one from C.J. Stroud to Nico Collins, and then the other one uh, week one to Calvin Ridley. Were, um, You're talking had... about that touchdown in the back of the end zone to Nico Collins? Yes. That wasn't even on the secondary. That was on E.J. Speed. That, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it just looks like our secondary gives that up because of yeah. the miscommunication. So it's like at the end of the day, when you look at somebody's passing stats against your team, you're right. not going to say, oh, my linebacker was covering these. You're going to say you're secondary. So right. it's just one of those things that I think we need to tighten up on and buckle down on um, just because of the fact that we got a young secondary. And, and Damon, I, I totally get your point. And I'm starting to get more irritated as these weeks goes on because we are, again, we're playing against a rookie. Um, uh, ooh, fuck. What team am I? Played oh, against yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, played rookie. against a rookie. <laughs> yeah, Trevor Lawrence, a rookie, and we're playing against Ryan Tannehill, who we've seen him look ugly if we can get to him. Um, and so I want to see this team improve going down the road. Um, but just like you, like have already been impatient, I will get impatient if we keep giving up 300, 400 yard games yeah. with seventy plus completion percentage. We just can't do can't do it in the NFL. We've only my... let up a score on thirty four percent of drives, and we only That's what allowed. I we only allow 27 yards average per drive. UT's beating up on Baylor, bro. That, that running I know, back I'm just, watching just it. Had a, he's had a one-handed screen, caught a one-handed screen, and ran through three defenders. But um, And he would have kept going if he didn't trip. Yeah. My question my question for y'all, I guess, and like where I was going to go with it, is like a scheme, like schematics of the defense. I know like our front seven is looking great, but I think Nico Collins caught three seam routes for probably 100 yards. Uh, 30 yeah. yards in the middle. 30 yards but, down the middle. Again, what the Colts don't do, and which I wish they would do, they don't play split field coverage. But they <clears> also <throat> don't play country cover three. So, like, those seam routes, I mean, obviously you'd like to have your safety get them. <laughs> but <laughs> David's name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What at the bottom? Colts <laughs> playing soft cover too. <laughs> Typical. Typical. Indianapolis. Oh, um, but here's the thing. What it do doesn't matter. Trust? Gus you, Bradley what, or EB. But but here's the thing. What do you trust these corners to do? Bro, I want man. 
I want man. You're not going to get man. You're not going to get man from these guys. I know, but that's what I want. Where you want to get because that's just going to put us getting beat up even I want, more. I want press coverage and just play three deep safeties. There's not a one deep, corner on this roster that middle. I trust playing what do you want man. Your backers to do place one place by and, and other two guard flats. What do you? Hey, I love that? what I love what New York does. They blitz on 58 percent of everything. Just blitz, bro. That's where yeah, the that's, that's, where, that's, that's where that's worked very well the last two weeks. Like, yeah. So Gus, <laughs> like, Gus isn't known for blitzing, but when he did it the last couple weeks, it's I just worked. want to sit him on blitzes and heat him up because at this point, what do we have to lose? If it's a develop if it's a developmental year, hey, we're gonna work on getting our our man coverage and our zone coverage good. And I'm bringing eight, I'm bringing seven, I'm you know, I'm simulating pressure from different different positions, different guys. <laughs> I'm dropping coverage. I'm just blitzing the way. Yeah, and when you blitz, and the good thing about us when we blitz is our front seven doesn't miss. No, so you don't have to worry about you know. Hey, I'm going to blitz this guy. Lamar's going to run around. But I don't think that's going to happen because you go ahead. He's going to turn around, try to run the other way. He's got Grover in his face. If he tries to go the other way, he's got Buckner in his face. He tries to go back a little deeper. He's got Quiddy chasing him. Samson, or when EJ gets after it too. And EJ, Bro, we got think he's he's legit four four speed. Yeah, I, mean, I see. I think I think the problem is we just don't mix up enough. I'm not necessarily saying we I, have to play a I lot agree of man, with that, Demarco. But um, I just think that we we sit back too many times when we it's like it's like you're playing against a little kid on Madden and they're just picking the same play. Like it's just cover three, cover three, cover three, engage cover three, eight or cover two. Like my not even engage track. eight. We wouldn't even no, we wouldn't even run that. So. Eight. <laughs> and so it's just like I feel like we Good just sit in a lot of that, and it's like me. It's like if we're gonna do that, I would say at least mix up some of your front coverage, or you can play some man because with how good of our front seven, our front seven is. See, that's and, and what play I wish they would do. Right. Because if you play man, you ain't got a guy just looking for an open space. You let the guys get after his quarterback. That way, we can get some incompletions. But the way Gus Bradley likes to play his defense, he likes to be conservative. He likes to sit back and let the front forward just get after him. And that's why our front seven has been so good with their rotations and getting after guys. But the problem is, is if you sit back in zone all the time, you let these guys complete a third and long, your your D line starts to wear out. You got to mix some of it up. You got to run some other coverages. And I don't know whether it, maybe it's just gut system. Maybe we need to get a more complex defensive coordinator and be able to trust some of these guys that we have. Or I, I really think it's just we don't trust the guys we have at, at right now to be doing different coverages. I really that's what I'm saying. My second point was going to be either Chris Ballard has to find some smarter defenders and, and here's that my can question. Do, be more multiple. And here was my question, like kind of bring bring everything together here, like well, I was gonna say earlier. So we all think it's gonna be an evaluation year, right? That's fine. Do you think the agreement with the front office, Jim Ursay and Chris Ballard was this was gonna be an evaluation year as well? Because we as a casual fan think this dude's chair is on fire. Bro, right? Like he's got three years. You mean here's, you mean here's between you mean you mean between uh Ursay yes. and Ballard? Yes. Yeah, if we okay. see this as evaluation year, we're gonna let this thing ride out, right? Because mm-hmm. like you, you would think you'd see a little bit more pressure, but we we heard about this cornerback room not looking hot in the joint practices. If you've read anything other than Colts.com, you would know that DJ Moore had like 300 yards of practice on whoever. The, I mean, yeah, great. We're talking about top 20 receiver, but we we heard the the secondary did not look good at all in the joint practices. So like where where was that effort? Where was that maybe motivation to get something a little bit better put together? Then why do we just write it out? You see what I mean? That's that's kind of some of my questions here. So okay, it's the NFL, and it, 
do people actually try hard in doing practices? Yeah. Like, do they actually? And if and if the Colts are trash, then we all also understand that, yo, I think that Shane Steichen, AR, and um, Ballard are – it's a three-year marriage. None of them will get yeah. fired. None of them will get fired until we finally – the like, the jury is out and answered on AR. Like, this – to me, that's just how <laughs> I feel. That's how I feel about it. And in that time, I do look for Ballard to find answers in the secondary. Um, I think that, you know, I think once Juju Brents plays, he has the physical attributes to stick. Obviously, Kenny Moore's getting older. So he's going to be around, I assume, a couple more, three more years max. Four more. I mean, he's almost close to 30. Ballard hates 30-year-olds. So, like, I mean, there's that. And then... The young corners, I think guys will develop given the reps. That's why I think this he's looking long-term, and this is a long-term project. So, yeah, I, I truly think Ballard and, and Steichen and the defense have three years to truly get together and um, and coexist. Okay. okay. So, I, <clears throat> so, to your point about these joint practices – the Colts and the Bears actually were pretty split. Um, it was the Eagles' uh, joint practices where right. secondary my, struggled. My, 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 think, my apologies there, DeMarco. You're right. Um, and so I think a lot of teams are going to struggle with Philly and and um, with their receivers and their core or whatever. Um, but <clears throat> I think what it comes down to for Ballard is we just can't look as bad as we have uh, last year. I, I think that's what it comes down to for him ultimately to not have himself on the hot seat because basically if we look like or if we end up running another four four or less games, that pretty much means this roster isn't cutting it. Regardless of coaching, um, unless you're just absolutely terrible, your roster should be able to win you at least six games. Yes. And so um, if we can't win uh, more than four games, then that's when I think that Ballard will probably be out. Now, ultimately – I think that this roster can be pretty good. I think that we will uh, look better as the season goes on. Um, but I think uh, I think Ballard is safe until until we get to a point if we start looking like last year. That's where I would be at with that. Looks like Nathan is saying the one thing, the one, the only means one thing. JT come uh, close to coming back. Uh, yeah, he, he can be activated on Monday. He's not eligible to play until week five. So it's close, but not exactly I don't care there at this point. Whatever happens with that situation. <clears throat> uh, Mark saying the secondary looks terrible. Uh, I think you got to watch a little bit more of that game, my man. Uh, I think we've definitely had some tough spots, but if you look around the league, there's going to be plenty of secondaries that don't look top notch, but, uh, I definitely want to see him keep getting better. Um, we've already jumped into, uh, the Colts quite a bit here. Uh, Matt, did you want to jump into locks for the week? Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump in on our locks. Who you got? Go ahead, Zach. Who you got, man? Um, I'm looking at him right now. I'm thinking because I'd like to do the locks off the top of my head. still there? I'm thinking because I like to do the locks right. off the top. I'll of go my with brain. mine. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. 
I'm trying to find the game. You better not go the one with I think you're gonna go. <laughs> oh. Oh. As long as me and as long as goddamn Matt and I don't have the same ones, we're fine. Uh, yeah, we keep doing that every week, bro. We really do. Where is it? I swear, okay, I okay, here it is. I don't tell Dallas, you. Dallas. I got the Cowboys <laughs> over Arizona. Bro, that's locked. a gimme. Yep. Locked. I knew you were gonna do that. Uh, I mean, I just had to. Who you guys like? Um, say what you want, but I got the uh, Washington Commanders beating the Buffalo Bills this week. As a lock? Yeah. Yeah, Jack Del Rio is a defensive. Jack Del Rio is a better defensive coordinator than he is head coach, and that Washington defense is white hot right now. Okay, Damon, who you got? I got Dolphins beating the Broncos as a lock. Okay. I'm glad I didn't uh, go before then because I didn't want to pick the same thing as anybody else. So I actually had three locks. Uh, but ultimately, I got the Eagles beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as my lock. Lame. What, 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 if, what if the Bucs win that game, bro? Hey, what's up We're, with them keep doing uh, two Monday night games? They're going to yeah, do that all year. Yeah, they're trying to. Uh, yeah, they're trying to generate more uh, interest in Monday night. I hate that because I can't watch both games at once. Sometimes <laughs> I just think I just think the Monday ca- the Monday night broadcast is just not what it was 15, well, 10 years ago. People don't like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. No, no. I've I've always either had it on mute or the Manning cast. Well, yeah, <laughs> and. But yeah, uh, Damon, no way. They, no way. Who, the did, who, who did Damon have? He had uh, Miami Broncos. over Broncos. Miami over Broncos. All right. <clears throat> hey, did you have me uh, picking Indianapolis over Baltimore this week? Just uh, out of curiosity. I haven't done that yet. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> 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 uh, yes, Nathan. JT can practice next week. He would if he, he won't play. He won't if he play, wants to, but uh, he will practice. I don't think he will. I think uh, he, he had no. He has to if he's healthy and available. So he'll he'll have to play. Um, and otherwise he can uh he can be fined or sued by the NFL. He's coming back. He I'll has to. He's that lawsuit has no merit, in my opinion. Uh, it already does. The uh, NFL they, is already suing uh, that Jim. They Trotter. filed. I know that they filed yeah, so, for with. Yeah, with I mean, the running backs you, or whatever. And when you're when you're only making four million dollars to play games, I don't think you want to be sued by anybody. So, mm, true, but Marco, <laughs> who'd you have? I had uh, Philly over Tampa. Telling you, man, if I go three for three this week, I'm done. I'm not doing locks anymore because I, <laughs> I'm going to Vegas. I'm buying a lotto ticket then. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I'm two and zero as well. So if I go three and zero this week, I'm done. Like I don't I ask got me last to pick week wrong, anymore. but you know what? That was dumb. Goddamn Titans! I tried to tell you, Matt. I wanted you to keep your lock streak. <laughs> And did you get a did you get a Trev's lock? I forget who he said. He said somebody. Cleveland. 
No, I'll have to go back through. Oh, oh, he did. He said Cleveland over Tennessee. Told you. He did. I remember that. Because I don't know why y'all keep messing with Tennessee. Yeah, I learned my lesson. Well, I'm picking Tennessee over Cleveland because Chubb's out. And he was like 95% of their offense because Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Watson is trash. I got the Cowboys. Trev has Cleveland. Yeah. Yep. God, y'all keep picking people. I don't have the helmet saved on my phone yet. <laughs> that's why. That's why I saved. I saved every logo so I can make those graphics. I'm sorry, man. That has to hurt walking around the Patriots logo on your phone. I, I wouldn't yeah, have I a Brown, I wouldn't have the Browns logo on my phone either. I mean, that's that has got to be the most embarrassing team we could be an absolute fan of. No, Commanders. Non. No. If the commanders can turn this thing around and they go back and rebrand, which I'm sure you've heard, they're they're in the process of rebranding again. They I don't know why. Just leave new, them. New, hey, new owner. hey, Matt, you're locked. Cardinals <laughs> get their first win tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. Bro, hey, I'm so mad. The sky would be falling in Dallas. And, Zach, oh, who'd you God. pick? Washington commanders are beating the Buffalo Bills. Oh, you're picking the commanders again. All right. Count it. Wait, yeah. I thought you couldn't pick the same team. We no, not. We, we decided team? not that. We just we did we decided. Oh, not to oh, oh. I see. I've been trying to make sure I pick a different team. If we can't pick the same team, then I'm gonna go with like my second lock. Now you're I good. Wanna, I want to. I want to ask you guys a question about a game, but I don't want to change my opinion on it. Ask it. Ask. I'll just. I'll just. I'll just wait until after they play. You like the Packers? No, Packers. but that was a. The, I think I did pick them to win, but I think that was just a tough game to choose. But it's not the one I'm thinking of. But uh, we'll see how it goes, man. Falcons. Falcons over Detroit? Oh hell no! Give me the Lions, bro. <laughs> I'm just being honest. They've got the thing down. They say Ritter, you you throw a five yard open completion. And Bijan is literally unstoppable. Unstoppable. We, he will play receiver. He will play running back. He will play tight Bijan's end. Bijan's a young JT, man. I think he has a little bit more wiggle to him. He looks a little damn bit more. good. He's not as powerful as, as JT. No, God, he's, no. a, he's a young JT. They yeah, are similar as crap. They are, but man. Oof. <laughs> you got beef for 150 with no adjustments. Mark, you just missed it. We 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 kind of shelled out about uh Daryl undrafted Baker Jr. I don't know if that's accurate. Zach's twenty-five and eight. I mean, Marco's gonna check how many yards it was. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I like when people will be real. It was actually not one fifty; it was two (laughs) fifty. Yeah, dog. It wasn't a touchdown. It was three touchdowns. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But either way, I mean, I I kind of agree with this. The no adjustment part is concerning. Um, as for Baker getting burnt for a buck fifty, hey, Damon's one to know this week. Yay! I said I was sixteen. Yay! Hey, did you put your picks in? I did, and it legit was I was doing the picks in a wrong in a in a separate league. I wasn't going through our league and putting the picks because the system's weird. You know what I mean? Right, it has like groups you can pick. You can pick Correct. like a goals group or. So I did my picks. I did my picks, just not through our league. Fair enough. 
But uh, I expect Daryl Baker to get burnt like toast. He's a rookie. It's going to happen. But uh, it's the adjustment parts of your question that concerns me. I need to see more adjustments, yes. At least in, give them safety help. Give them something. Hey, we got to – hold on. What's going on? Huh? Never mind. Never mind. What? Never mind. Uh, I had a different train of thought. It can save till after the show. <laughs> Different right. complete train of thought. All right. All right. Who we got tomorrow? And then we can start bullshitting again. I got Baltimore. Lame. Indy. I'm not pick. Every Lame. time I pick Indianapolis, I mean, like, my heart wants Indianapolis, but I'm picking Baltimore just because I think that. They're just a tiny bit better than us early. Indy, and the game's going to end on a turnover on downs. Our defense is going to up. I'll gladly be wrong, though. (laughs) Yeah. Turnover on downs, we win the game. I like that. It's supposed to be pouring rain, by the way, too, in in Baltimore, they're saying, for the game. so It's going to be all running. Hurricane? I don't know, but Zach Moss is going to go for 200. Yes, and JT's gonna get JT's gonna get traded for DJ Moore. (laughs) I wouldn't mind that. Chicago's so bad. Listen, JT, there. Yeah, can we talk about their? uh, Never mind. No, no, (laughs) no. I already got told no because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. It's like, hey, Matt, can we talk about this? He's like, I don't want to get sued. And I was all like, matters. All right, (laughs) fine. That is true. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We don't talk about that. All right. <laughs> I was like, no defamation lawsuit this week. Maybe yeah, next no. week. Bad enough. YouTube keeps trying to shut us down. Hey, we just turn everything over to Rumble. They don't even care anymore. So, what's tomorrow? The twenty fourth. Yes, sir. Kickoff is a one fifteen or one one o'clock. He's got to run real quick. Don't try and come back. All right. Well, I will say this. You got the Ravens. I did. I picked the Ravens. Oh, no, 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 no. Wrong person. Marco, who you got? Indianapolis? I do. 24-18? What? Uh, I didn't really put a score on. Probably go. I don't have a score on it either. So you just got Indianapolis winning. You don't care the score. Uh, yeah, I probably go twenty-two nineteen. Oh damn, keeping it too. Okay. Twenty-two nineteen. My bad. This thing's not fucking working with me. There we go. There we go. Makari Best. Daryl Baker, not sure if he's a man-to-man corner. Maybe Juju Brents, number 29, should replace him on the outside. I Juju's, think that, not a, Juju's not a man corner either. 
I think that once Juju gets healthy and gets reps, that that's the plan. But I don't know. Don't know. I mean, at 6'4", 215, I'd assume you're a man corner because you got the physical trace to play it. But on tape, Juju looks better in zone coverage than he does in man. Yeah, I, I just think all of our corners are just extremely young. And they're seeing offensive packages they're not used to seeing. And that's why you don't put people in man coverages. Because, I don't know, these guys just – I think tomorrow is a good day to test to see if you can play man coverage. I would. Outside of, outside, of, outside of Flowers, there's not really anybody that's – and you're forcing you're forcing Lamar to throw the ball into close coverage rather than eating up zones. Nelson Aguilar had a good game though. There's week. also going to be a storm going on, so let him throw. True. Yeah. Shut the run game down and force him to throw. You guys have Venmo. I'll bet fifty bucks oh. the cards beat the boys. <laughs> no line. Any takers? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, keep it in your pants, my guy. That feels like easy money. That sounds like easy money. But the moment I put money down on it is the moment the Cowboys lose. Facts. That's why I don't bet, man. That's why I don't bet. Dak Prescott finds a way to disappoint me. Those five picks. Yeah. Micah Parsons, you know, gets has to go take a shit halfway through the game, misses three quarters, and they score 55 points in those three quarters. Nice. Nice. You wonder if that's ever happened. I don't know. What? Micah went to the bathroom. We gave up seven points. <laughs> DeMarco just looked up like, what are you doing, D? I'm trying to look up these goddamn stats. He wanted to see how much, how many yards Baker actually gave up on Sunday. <clears throat> Like the whole 150, no touchdown or no touchdowns and adjustment clearly ain't sitting well with DeMarco. <laughs> this is that dope moment. What up, Troy? All right, y'all. Ask questions, involve thoughts and opinions. We don't care. Hey, we're not touching the Chicago stuff for around the league, so don't ask. But anything beyond that, we'll, we'll answer and give our thoughts and opinions on. But, yeah, we won't touch. Hey, Matt, Lou is putting up 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Put my money where my mouth is. I do. My money's in the refrigerator with my food. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Bull oh. strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. <laughs> Ain't no way in hell you willing to put $150 on the, on the goddamn car, Arizona Cardinals. You must have a fire in your gut. Put 50. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So what are your what are your keys to the game tomorrow for the offense, Zach? Offensively, um, three keys to the, the game. Get the run game going. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you use a receiver, 
Use Zach Moss. Use Minchu. Get the run game going. Secondly, let Minchu be Minchu. Meaning, let the man create. Not necessarily out of pocket, but, you know, let him throw the ball. Let him spin it. Have him let his let him shine. I think Shane will do that. And then lastly, defense. I'm not worried about sacks. Keep Lamar in the pocket. Don't allow him to create with his legs. Force Lamar to beat us with the pass. And if the Colts can do that, then I think they'll win. Because I still don't trust Lamar's arm. I still don't trust him consistently be able to to oh. I can high-low that safety. I can get the ball in there, and we can get – I'm sorry. He'd be doing that by now, and he hasn't. So, for me, you force Lamar in the pocket, and you force him to beat us with his arm because I don't think – nine out of ten times, I don't think he can answer that bell. He is the best running back in the league, in my opinion. You know, we thought thought the same thing two years ago. Saying when he was a running back until 100%. until until our entire secondary got hurt, right? You ride that all you want. Our whole secondary's hurt now, so well, we're just young now. We're not hurt. Yeah, That's yeah, we're just same same thing. We're the young Colts. <laughs> we're not the young injured Colts. Yeah, my uh, my keys to the game would be pretty similar. Similar. Um, it's going to pretty much be uh, keeping rush lanes, being disciplined, control Lamar. Um, that's going to be biggest one for me, control Lamar in the pocket, uh, make him be a passer. Um, two for me, be establish the run game. We have to get a good run game going. We've got to make sure we stay out of third and long, um, protect Gardner Minshew that same that, that way, uh, keeping the ball moving. Um, and then number three for me would be no turnovers. Do not turn over the football. Um, so we do those three, control Lamar, uh, get a run game going, no turnovers. I think we win the game. Can I add a fourth one? Yeah, sure. Um, kicking is a good thing. So Absolutely. take your punt, take your three. Like, it's okay to kick. And I think that needs to – Shane needs to say that, like – Shane, it's okay to punt the ball. You don't have to go for it on fourth and three in no man's land. I thought he Pun did well. I thought he, I thought he did well last week. He did. He did. I mean, there was one call I would have like, man, I'd have punted that. But beyond that, I have vastly improved from week one to week two as a play caller. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't really see anything last week that like made me get too frustrated with Shane, besides how conservative um, he was in his play calls in like the fourth quarter. Hey, Marvin Harrison Jr. just snapped his ankle. No way. For real. Just got a 61-yard bomb. Broke his ankle. You're joking. Bro. Why no. is that funny? Why'd you Damon, laugh? <laughs> I, I laugh when I'm nervous. I'm sorry. Like, Damon just sent that in the group chat. Like, straight up, dog. Wow. Are you kidding me? Best player in the country just snapped his ankle, folks. Colts, Colts draft pick just broke his ankle right there, man. Hey, that means we can get him in the second or third. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crime. That'd be a train robbery. That that that's Chris Ballard type guy right there. 
Fowler get trade him, get him, pick and move on. Get him while he's hurt. Wow. What it, that, that's what it, Damon just said, that Harrison Jr. caught a 61-yard bomb and snapped his ankle. All right, so here it is. Um, between our three starting linebackers and coverage, they gave up 13 for 13, uh, 13 for 13 attempts and completions, 88 yards, 74 yards after catch. Uh, and then uh, the receiving core picked on Darrell Baker. So he had uh, it was eight for 13, 146 yards, six first downs, and one touchdown. He gave up 18, 18.3 yards per catch. Um, yeah, I mean, undrafted rookie had a, a pretty rough day. Um, yeah, two hundred. CJ Stroud had two hundred sixty-one yards and one uh, TD between the uh, numbers. So it just goes to show again. I mean, a lot of it went at Darrell Baker Jr. I mean, sometimes in the NFL you're going to be picked on. Uh, he's obviously got to play better, but I mean, the rest of his team was picked on as well. Oh well, it's all development this year, man. If anybody expected these these corners or this secondary to come out and play lights out like we did when we had like Xavier Rhodes or Stephon Gilmore, it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. If you if you want high expectations from our defense, just look at the front seven. Just like Lou here said, EJ two sacks, Grove two sacks. I could see something like that. Added another one from Quiddy, added another one from Samson. Oh my god. I don't want to watch. Did he break it? Ooh, yeah, dude. You, can see, you can see it. Oh. Yep. That sucks. Mm. He's going to look good in Indianapolis blue, that's for sure. So somebody just offered me a trade. Someone trying to trade me Robert Woods and Adam Thielen for Michael Pittman. No way. Yeah. No, sir. I mean, Pittman gets all them garbage time points, but in fantasy, it don't matter. Yeah, in fantasy, he look good. I think I actually just put him in this week, actually. I don't even draft receivers, dog. I take all the running really? backs and then, and then trade them all for the receivers. <laughs> I started to – I literally started to be that guy in fantasy drafts who – like, I took Jonathan Taylor in the eighth round just because the dude behind me had no running backs because I had all of them. My first pick this year was B. John Robinson just to be that dude. Like, I took my first five picks were all running backs. Then it forced me to take a tight end. So I took, I think, um, the tight end in uh, Atlanta, Pitts, and then – I traded all most of my running backs off for receivers, and then I play waiver wire defense, waiver wire kicker, and then I have Brock Purdy as my starting fantasy quarterback this year. And that's it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got Brock Purdy as my starting like quarterback. Did got you, me 41 uh, points on ESPN. Did you ever answer your mom's that? I didn't even see your mom. What you say? Is she on YouTube? Uh, how likely is it that uh, Colts accomplished those three key points? I don't know if she's talking about mine or yours. But oh, I think they're very likely. How likely is the Colts accomplished? Um, I think running the ball. Well, I think 
that could be the biggest challenge, depending on how the Colts decide to do it. But that has to be – if they don't accomplish that, they won't win the game, in my opinion. Um, because letting Minshew cook or letting Minshew do what Minshew does goes hand-in-hand hand with that. And then kicking kicking the ball, I think obviously that's going to happen. And then forcing Lamar to pass. I think that's super that's super doable because he's running in my opinion Lamar's running less and less each year. So I would give it about a 60% chance that it's going to be successful, mom. Troy says, "What's your guys thoughts on Pierce? I like him, but it seems like he struggles to get open. We have we have we've had this conversation every week it seems about Pierce. Um when he is open, they throw him the ball and he drops it." or he's not open. I don't know what's going on with Pierce this year. I don't know if he's just having – I don't know. Truly to be honest, he just doesn't seem like the guy we expected coming into this season. I had high expectations for Pierce this year. I don't think he fits Shane Stagg's style of offense or receiver. Yeah. Because, that could, like – could be it. Like – the only people Steichen really designs play for is, in my opinion, are Pittman, Downs, and, downs. and tight ends. Yeah, yeah. It's that. It's like, that. It's that. It's a heavy West Coast. Right. And Pierce is a deep ball, deep threat guy. And I know that. I know this is me saying this. Ar missed him on a post, watching film, before he came out with his concussion versus um, Houston. But beyond that, they haven't really called anything for him. It's all pretty much been, hey, here's a tight end. Hey, here's, you know, Pittman on a screen or Pittman on a on a deep hook over the middle of the ball on the hash or a slant route. But, yeah, I just don't think Steichen actually likes Pierce. Like the football player, not Pierce the person. I, I don't know. I, I still like Pierce. I think uh, we just got to, you know, get the ball to him. I think that's pretty much what, all it is. Um, we've seen when Minshew came in the game, uh, Pierce was able to get some of those targets and stuff like that. I just think um, it, it just hasn't been one of those situations where it's been uh, dialed up to go his way and get it to him. Um, like ARs missed him a couple times on some deep balls. So uh, that was one of those things. So, I just think that as, as, as we go on and, and we keep pushing forward, uh, I think we'll see him uh, be more part of this offense because we, we're going to need his speed to open up this offense if we want to get it to another level. So I just think it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, this offense hasn't even been opened up completely. So He does run block incredibly well. So, like, I will give him kudos for that. Like Same thing I said about tight end. I want you to catch the damn ball. I feel you. His ability <laughs> to run – Run block on the edge is um is important. Hey, we just want to all bounce out because if Matt's bouncing out, we can all just bounce out. I mean, uh, y'all can stay on if you want. Um. Yeah, so uh, that's just where I'm at with Pierce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is such a, the last like 
23 minutes has been DeMarco going, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I'm I'm irritated right now. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, just my Gators are playing like crap right now, so I'm, I'm really irritated. But, uh, yeah, no, I just – I think I think Pierce will be fine. I think we just got to open up the offense. Um, yeah, me. If you guys didn't have anything else. Yeah. All right, everyone. Appreciate everybody coming out. Comments. We appreciate everybody, you know, trying to make bets and stuff. But <laughs> everyone have a good night. Appreciate y'all coming out. And we hope for a W tomorrow. Go Colts. Go Colts. Stay conservative, won the ball here on third down. Here's Richardson, he takes it in for his first NFL touchdown. And Pittman takes it inside the 20, the 10, towards the end zone, touchdown! On second and 28, the Colts capitalize Richardson to Pittman, 39 yards.